0: Hello, and welcome to the Oracle of Light. I'm Shauna DeMellon. I'm a lifelong medium and certified life coach. And making the connection with the afterlife has brought me the greatest joy. Since losing my son, Jack, I have navigated grief, heartache, and despair. And it was through connecting with my son on the other side that my heart began to heal And I was able to find joy and meaning in my life again. Now I'm inviting you into this space as I explore the afterlife, the grieving process and rebuilding after loss. If you'd like to discover the spirit world and how to move through the loss of a loved one or child, you have come to the right place. This, Is the Oracle of Light. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode. We are going to explore what happens if you've had a recent death and you are so upset and perhaps wound up in your grief and you think that you can't connect with your child on the other side. I have had several several families that I've worked with over the years. Welcome, welcome, welcome. In this week's episode, we are going to have a look at what happens if you've had a recent death and that loss has brought so much upset and you just feel like you're completely wound up in your grief and you just don't think that you could possibly connect with your child on the other side. Mm-hmm. I know firsthand what that felt like, um, you know, that people would say to me, well, you know, you're just, a, you're a medium. What's the big deal? You can connect with Jack. And I'm going to help you understand why that wasn't so for me and perhaps help you understand um, maybe why you're not experiencing your child, perhaps you're, you're not aware of them, you're just, you just can't sense them, you're just, you're just not able to make the connection. And know first and foremost, you need to be very gentle with yourself. You've had a tremendous loss, and you need to give yourself time, time and grace to allow your heart to mend Now, I've read for thousands of of mothers and fathers and whether that baby was stillborn, perhaps it was a miscarriage, failed IVF, maybe that child um, had an illness, perhaps there was an accident, perhaps there was a suicide or even a murder. Regardless of how your child has left the physical reality, and is not here, and they're on the other side, I just want you to know that this is a safe place for you. This is a sacred place, a sacred container, if you will, for your loss, no matter what that looks like. I speak to countless groups around miscarriage. And there seems to be this there seems to be this 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 underlying well you know it it wasn't really an actual child it didn't it didn't really happen you didn't give birth and so it just it negates the pain that women are feeling who have experienced miscarriage who have perhaps you know gone through the iv proce- the ivf process and Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to this week's episode. In this week's episode, I'd like to look at something that isn't something that I've often talked about. I mean, I've shared my experience with losing my son, Jack, and I'm hoping today that we can delve in a little bit deeper and give give the listeners a greater understanding as to perhaps why you're not able to make that connection, why you're not able to you know, experience your, your son or daughter on the other side, why you're not able to perhaps hear them or see them or feel them or find signs from them or just know that they're with you. We're going to go through and help you understand what that looks like. And so what happens if you've had a recent death? And you are just so upset, and wound up in your grief. And you think that you just can't connect with your child on the other side. There's just there's just no way. It's almost like there's this anxiety, this, this, this panic, this fear, I can't do it, I can't do it, it's, it's not happening. And so first and foremost, you need to be very gentle with yourself. You've had a tremendous loss. Now, regardless of how that loss occurred, I work with families who have had miscarriage. They've lost their child through SIDS. They've had failed IVF. They've had, you know, traumatic experiences, injuries, um, illnesses, suicide. Their children were taken. You know, there are a myriad of different, different ways that, that parents have lost their children. And I always tell people it's very important to give yourself grace. I wish that I had had someone to tell me that when I lost my son Jack. And I've shared this on other episodes. You know, my my husband at the time and I, we had decided to have another baby. And we were so excited. And I remember my daughter Emma was, you know, running around and she's like, Why is my brother not here? And when's he gonna get here? And I have things to show him. And she had a Pile of books that she was going to read to him, and she had a big sister T-shirt, and you know we had started the in vitro process, and we were so excited. And you know my my husband at the time he named him Jack. I said, "Yeah, Jack Chandler. It's going to be such an amazing name." And yeah, I'm going to teach my boy hockey, and we're going to teach him to ski, and we had all these dreams and plans, and you know, just hope. You know when you're when you're hoping, you know it's just your whole heart is wide open. and you know Jack was in my dreams every night for six months before we officially started working with uh, the doctors. and it just he was there. He was already part of our family. And so spiritually, energetically,
1: our children
0: are already a part of our family, even without them being here in the physical. Like those connections are so powerful. Those connections are so real. And you just know. You just feel. I just I just I just felt his energy. It was like, "Oh my god. <laughs> there he is." And then everything came to a crashing halt one day and Jack was gone. Um and there was no other option. There was no other possibility of you know, trying again. And um, it was absolutely devastating. Like I just completely went into shock. You know, I don't, I, I didn't even delve into grieving him for years later. I was just, it was just one moment. It was, yeah, we're doing this. And these are the, this is what's happening. And the doctors were doing their thing and everybody was, everybody's was doing their thing. And then in an instant it was done. And I had such anger. I was angry at God, I was angry at me, I was angry at my husband at the time, I was angry at Jack, I was angry at the doctors, I was angry at everyone. And it would take several years. You know, it would take several years for me to even start to look at it. I threw myself into volunteering at my daughter's school, baking cupcakes, and I became the craft mom, and I volunteered in the class, and I, you know, came, started working on different projects with work, and I just, I had to find stuff to keep me busy, keep me focused. I didn't realize the impact of that loss. And again, I didn't have anyone to talk to. And people would say, well, you're a medium, just connect with Jack. And I couldn't, he was literally gone literally gone. It was just, I didn't feel him. I didn't have him in my dreams. You know, I just, I kept getting triggered. You know, it's like, I swear I would see pregnant women everywhere. I would, you know, I just, just this constant onslaught of, you know, triggers. And it just, it would take going to a medium. I was guided to work with um, Laurel. She's this incredible angelic beautiful beautiful presence and you know and in that session she said you know shauna have you have you talked to jack and i said no i can't i can't hear him i can't see him and then she said look up and then i looked up and there was this incredible angel and she was walking in the room holding hands with this little boy it would have been about four at the time three four and he came running over to me and he's like mama it's me it's me it's jack and in an instant, I felt like our connection had just been solidified again. It's like we'd been plugged in again. We just, there he was. There he was. And it was from that moment that I started to heal, that my heart started to mend because I knew that my boy was safe. I knew that I could still connect with him. And of course, you know. I'm nine years into this. He would have been nine this year. Would I do anything to have him here? Yes, of course. But I've also worked through the grief and the ugliness and the messiness and and I've mourned him and I've cried and I've done all of the ugliness that comes with losing a child to be able to accept that this is what it is and to be so, so grateful that I can still connect with him, I can still feel him, that he's still still a part of my life. And so in all of that, in all of that, what I learned was that I couldn't experience Jack because my vibration, my energy um, was so low. And so there's something called the Consciousness Scale. It's by David Hawkins, if you want. If you feel you need to Google, (laughs) Um, David Hawkins, he developed the Consciousness Scale. And I've used this in my practice for, oh my gosh, 15 years. And at the top is 1,000. And so that is an enlightened being. So think Mother Teresa, Jesus, Buddha, those sorts of energies, they're enlightened and then we come down to level 500. 500 is a level of love. And then we come down to the very bottom of the scale, which is shame. And just above shame is grief. And for us to experience our children on the other side, our vibration needs to be up closer to 500, which is the vibration, the energy, the frequency of love. And so... In an instant, I understood why I couldn't experience Jack because I had, you know, I had shame that I I didn't, you know, shame that I I didn't listen and, and, and do it sooner. I had, you know, guilt because, oh my God, I, I, I could have done something different. I had anger, I had resentment, I had blame, I had all of these lower dense energies and feelings and emotions and thoughts. And it was literally weighing my energy down. Jack was still around. I just, I couldn't experience him because I was just in the depths of despair. I was so wound up in my grief, you know, and I thought, I blamed myself. I was like, I he's not here because of me. I, I should have done this. I should have known better. I, I should have, would have, could have. And all of that, the thoughts, the beliefs, the decisions, the worry, the anxiety, the fear that, again, it just completely weighed my energy down. It's kind of like a hot air balloon. If you've ever seen hot air balloons and for them to go higher, they have to release the bags. They have to release the weight for them to go higher and higher and higher. It's the same thing with our energy. If we're weighed down by those heavy emotions and those thoughts and the worries and the pain and the heartache and the stories that we tell ourselves I had a discussion the other day, and you know, in this discussion, I said to this, um, I said to my lunchmate, I said, you know, suffering is a choice, and that doesn't. I'm not. Please understand, I'm not minimizing anyone's loss, anyone's tragedy, not whatsoever. But we can give our grief, our loss, we can give it the dignity that it requires to move through us. Give it the dignity that it requires to let it be what it needs to be, to work through it, to find resources, to find that extra support, to allow it to be what it needs to be so that we can heal. And part of the stories that we hang on to will block that or can prevent that from happening. And so one of the stories is I'm a victim. Why is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve this? This isn't fair. Children are not meant to go before their parents go. How can I live on? I don't want to be here without my child. My life has no meaning. My life has no purpose. God has forsaken me. That was the most special, special experience that I was meant to have. And now I have nothing to look forward to. Nothing. My life is over until my life is over now. And I won't be happy until I'm reunited with my child. There's nothing here for me. There's no passion. There's no joy. There's no meaning. No, I'm not going to live a happy life until I am dead out of this body with my child, reunited. Maybe you've told yourself some of those stories. I know I did. I was angry. I was upset. I didn't want to be here without Jack. It's like, no, I don't. I wasn't suicidal, but I was like, no, I don't. I don't want to be here. I want to be where he is. I want to be with my boy. And yeah, I, I had victim. How could this happen? I'm a medium for God's sake. How could this happen? You know, like it just, I had a ton of different stories in there. And again, I had to give myself grace. I had to forgive. I had to let it go. I had to just release and surrender. Say, so, you know what? And this is something I learned from Laurel, from my session with Laurel. She said, you know, just start telling yourself every day, you know, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but I know that God has a greater plan for my life. I know that there's more meaning for my life. I know that there's joy for my life. And I know that I will figure this out. I know that somehow, somehow I'm going to figure this out. Marie Forleo always says, you know, everything is figure outable. And I adopted that. We're going to figure this out we're going to figure this out. So the opposite end of, you know, I guess the end result of, of my loss, you know, grieving and mourning and and working through all of it, the messiness. And again, I'm nine years in, this isn't fresh for me. But the beauty of it now is the legacy that I have created, the legacy I continue to create, the women that, that I get to help, the fathers that I get to help, help them to make that connection, help them to find renewed purpose and hope in their life again with their child on the other side, knowing that they still have that connection, knowing that their child is literally a thought away, that their child is still very much a part of their world. And so that's, that's further down the line for a lot of you. And I just want you to understand that it's not anything you're doing wrong, that you can't make the connection, or you're not feeling your child, or you're not sensing them. Um, I've had several, um, several families that have uh, you know joined me for my meditation nights where we we cross over the bridge and you can experience your child on the other side. And I've had you know hundreds, hundreds tell me I didn't feel anything, I didn't see anything. And now, when we start to look at that. Spirit energy is subtle. These energies are very subtle. And again, if we are, if we're up in our mind, if we're thinking about it, you know, I don't know if I can do it. Is that real? Is this this? Da, 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 you know, our ego can get into it and all these weirdo thoughts. And of course, we've got grief, and we're we're mending a broken heart. The spirit energy is very subtle and it's very easy to disregard it. It's very easy to not be able to see it or experience it. Even for myself, it's very easy. And so I often say to people, how open and available are you? And this isn't a judgment. It's just, it's just how it works. How open and available are you? And by open and available, I mean, we're able to get our vibration up closer to 500. We are... Telling ourselves a new story. You know, I'm so excited to make that connection with my child. I know that my son or daughter is around me. I know they are. And I'm going to do whatever I can to feel better so that I can raise my vibration, get my energy in a better place. So I can start to experience them. I can start to feel them. And whatever that looks like, you know, I'm a huge proponent to energy work. Maybe you need to have a Reiki session um you know do some meditation do things that bring you joy and oftentimes the parents that i work with it's like they forgot that joy is interwoven in our lives joy isn't a state that we can maintain 100 of the time we're in human form we get triggered we have stuff we have stuff Life happens, you know, someone cuts you off in traffic, or you know, you wake up late, or you just ah, (laughs) we all get grumbly and 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 angry and and we're disgruntled at times. But again, what are those, what are the stories we're we're holding on to? Because the thoughts that we have and the stories that we have, we tell ourselves, they have emotions attached to them. And it's the emotions that get triggered in our system. And that's what starts to perpetuate, kind of, we kind of spiral, we kind of, I call it, you know, we get on the hamster wheel, or, you know, we go down the rabbit hole, it's like, Oh, my gosh, how did I get down here? It's almost like our brain hijacks us. And so this is an invitation for you to really start to just be aware of the thoughts that you have. Be aware of it, and acknowledge it, name it. You know what, I feel really sad today. Just acknowledge it. I feel really sad today. That's it. I feel really sad or I feel really angry. I feel like I'm just angry at everybody. I feel kind of judgmental today. I feel really tired today. I feel sad. I feel lost. I feel empty. I feel hopeless. Whatever it is, I want you to start naming it. And then I want you to start asking, what can I do with it? What can I do to feel better? I love Abraham Hicks. If you haven't experienced them, you need to. Um, they always say, reach for a better feeling thought. You know, sometimes, you know, when we're triggered, something triggers us and we just, we're it, it gets us and there's no happy thinking or just it, it's got us. You know, the only way to reset that is, you know, go into a deep meditation or go lie down, go have a sleep. It'll reset all of it for you. So when you are in the midst of it, you know, again, being very gentle with yourself, finding comfort any way that you can, hold a loved one, curl up in bed, read a book, have a bath, have a tea, a coffee, go sit in nature, you know, pets, pets are wonderful. Pick up your dog, your cat, your fur babies, tell your children how much you love them write about it journal write about it in journal and then burn the burn it and the angels will take all the words to heaven and transmute the energy get some some energy work um my my sessions are um I call them a cosmic cocktail and so if you can find somebody in your area that does that in person wonderful i just want to put this out there that you know, I used to offer Reiki sessions individually, and then I would offer readings individually. And now the two are mixed into this beautiful kaleidoscope of energy, so that when someone is on a call with me, no matter where you are in the world, you're also getting that energy infusion. We're clearing your energy. We are clearing whatever we can in that moment so that you can have that clarity. You can feel better and start to live that life that you love knowing that you have that connection with your child, knowing that, yeah, they're still very much a part of my world. And so, again, just giving yourself grace as you're moving through all of this and reaching for a better feeling thought, better feelings, better thoughts. And by better, I mean happier. And I'm not asking you to be like Mary Poppins skipping through the forest or through through the meadow, you know, nothing's wrong. No, what we are talking about is eventually you'll get to the point where you'll you'll catch it quicker, where it'll just be, oh, I kind of feel off. I feel sad. What is that? What do I need? And you're able to you're able to catch it quicker so you can start to implement different things so that you're not completely, completely knocked over by it. And that takes time, and that takes awareness. Loss is messy. Life is messy. But when you lose a child, that's a different kind of mess. No one prepares you for that kind of mess. No one at all. And so by reaching for a better thought, a better feeling, you can start to raise your vibration and just start to bring in relief. Just, okay, we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. Resources, groups, there's a beautiful group called um, Helping Parents Heal. And so I've just been connected with, you know, Spirit aligned this beautifully. I'm connected with the, uh, the US affiliates, um, Brian Smith, he's absolutely fantastic. And um, I've met so many wonderful people that are part of their group and just connected with the Calgary group, which is very exciting because as I said, you know, when I lost Jack, and again, this is going on nine years, there weren't resources. People didn't know what to say. My friends stopped asking, are you okay? They stopped asking because people don't know what to say and they don't want to make it worse and they don't say anything. But what they don't understand is just, you don't have to say the right thing. You can just say, you can ask, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Is there anything that I can do for you? It's all you need to do. It's all you need to say. And you know, you fast forward now, there are support groups and people are talking about grief. I love it. People are talking about grief. I mean, we are we are grieving. There, there's so much that we've lost. I mean, the loss of a child, the loss of relationships, you know, everything that's happened with the pandemic, you know, the 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 war, the energies on the planet are just. There's such chaos and strife and just all of these heavy, dense energies. And so it's, I know for myself, some days it feels like I'm I'm trying to swim upstream, just trying to get feeling better about things. And then oftentimes when I let go, that's when I start to feel better. And I love laughter. I love laughing so hard that I'm crying. So yeah, every now and again I'll find something on TikTok or something on Instagram that just has me howling. It's just so ridiculous, but laughter, you know, just finding ways to just unlock the energy around it, right? Just unlock that. And so that you've, your energy can flow again and that you can start to raise your vibration and raising our vibration. It takes time. You know, sometimes, you know, when we are down at grief, it might take us a little bit of time to get our vibration up, and again, if if there are stories that we're hanging on to, and sometimes we're not even aware of them, and that's when working with other people, working with someone else, will help us to understand maybe the stories that we're hanging on to, or anger, or resentment, or guilt. You know, that lots of lots of families I've worked with over the years, and um, I've heard this time and time again: we should have known. We should have known. We should have done more. Um, we should have acted sooner, quicker. We should have, you know, intervened. We should have done something. And sometimes, sometimes we understand. We can understand when a child is terminally ill. We can understand. Okay, they've left their physical body. There wasn't anything that anyone could do. We understand that. We don't like it and we ask why, and that's a different kind of grief. But theres it's almost like in certain instances with certain families I've worked with over the years, there's a sense of closure. This is what happened, and they've worked through everything, and they've come to acceptance. And it's when we continue to struggle, when we continue to um, suffer. Suffering really... It comes down, it, it's being, it's, it's rooted in
1: just not accepting what is. And
0: the quicker that we can accept what is, the quicker that we start to feel relief and we can start to release the suffering. And, and again, that's, that's different for everyone. Like I guess, you know, it took me what, two, it took me two, three years to start to look at what happened with Jack. I just thought, I'll just put it behind me. I I can't even look at that. He's gone. I just, I can't even go there. And then when I started to go through it, it was just, it was horrible. And I've shared this on other episodes. I would, um, I didn't wear mascara for a year after I started to, when, when I made that connection with him, I didn't wear mascara because I didn't know when I was going to be triggered. I didn't know, you know, I'd be out and about and I would just start crying and it was just, oh my gosh, it was just, it was heartbreaking. And I, I would allow myself to cry. Like I would keep it together, you know, get work done, you know, get, um, get stuff done with the house, the family, and then I would drive. I would go and sit by the river and just let it out, just cry and release. And, <sighs> and like I said, you know, there, there weren't, there weren't a lot of podcasts or books or people talking about grief, loss um making the connection, you know, there just there just were not a lot of resources. So I'm just so so very happy that there are so many different resources to help people now because we don't need to suffer. We yes losing a child is a tremendous loss. Yes, there are ways that we can work through that. And I often tell people, you know, it's there are some days where you know, I would just start to feel happy. And I would think, oh, I'm happy. Why? (laughs) It's almost like I was expecting the other shoe to drop. Why? Why am I happy? I've had this horrible thing happen. How can I be happy? How can I possibly be happy? And so it's been interesting over the years to work through that and just to acknowledge and honor everything that's come up with it. Um, I'd like to do a little, uh, a small exercise exercise with you and make sure you're not driving as you're listening to this i'd like i invite you to place your hand over your heart and just bring your thoughts down into your heart space and start to breathe in through your heart and exhale through your
1: heart good
0: i just i invite you to ask your child to bring their energy closer they're there with you, each and every one of you. No matter when you're listening to this, your child will be there when you're listening to this.
1: And just notice if
0: you sense anything different. Is there something with your physical body you're feeling? Do you, do you think of your child? Are you getting emotional?
1: Do you feel gooseies?
0: Do you feel like someone's touching you? Do you feel just something shift in the energy around you? Do you know that something just shifted? Do you know that they're there? You can't quite pinpoint it. I had someone say to me once, this is such hogwash. This is BS. This is bullshit. You're not connecting with anything. You're crazy. You need to be locked up. None of this is real. Is it really? How do you know you're breathing oxygen? You buy it at the store? you have it on repeat refills, monthly refills for your oxygen? How do you know you're breathing oxygen? How do you know you're breathing air? How? How do you know that's real and that this isn't? Yeah. And again, you know, we can push our barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. Barriers are kind of like the hackles, you know, in your dog. If you have dogs, your the dog's hair in his back stands up. They get their hackles up. It's kind of like they they put up a wall. They're like, I don't want that. That's what our barriers are. So we push them down. And we can expand our energy out to the farthest reaches of us. And just release. Release any stress, any fear, any worry. And just allow your energy to be calm. And just by placing your hand over your heart, the energy just starts to slow down and it starts to bring you back centered, even just for a few minutes. I love, uh, I love EFT tapping as well. Margaret Lynch on YouTube, she does miracle tapping. You can do miracle tapping that will bring you into the frequency and vibration of miracles, even if you're there for five seconds, just to be able to feel that relief. Another way that I, I love to feel relief is through scent. So in Canada, we have a company uh, called Sage and it's essential oils and they're just beautiful. And my favorite is stress release. And anytime I smell that, anytime you smell certain scents, they, they reset your nervous system and they actually reset your nervous system the quickest. Aside from prayer or movement, scent is the quickest.
1: Yeah. We're looking for
0: relief we're looking for the, for that relief even if it's just for a moment in time we're looking for relief and if there's anything that i can help you with i offer individual sessions you can have a look at the website livealifeyoulove.org or send me an email that that works as well find me on instagram or facebook tiktok we just started a tiktok Account, which is really fun. And if you think now that maybe you're ready, just continue to invite your child into your life. Ask them to come into your dreams. And if you want to take it a step further, I've put together an online program that will take you through a step by step process that I guarantee if you go through all of those steps at the end, you will make the connection. You will experience your child on the other side. There was um, there was a, a meditation group that we had. This was a few months ago. And we do the meditation. We cross them over. And I can see everyone. I can see all of the parents were experiencing their child on the other side. And now again, how open and available are you? Do you think maybe this is bullshit that you can't do it? It's you're not a medium. You know, are there beliefs or thoughts or stories? Are there emotions? Maybe there's something that's that's preventing you from being open and aware, open and available. And that's okay. That's we can work with that. But there was one mom and I could see her son standing beside her and he placed his hand on her shoulder. And then she reached up and she placed her hand on his hand and she sat there and they talked and and they just shared that energy in that space and it was beautiful to watch. And then when we came back and we finished up, people were sharing their experiences and um, some had signs and, and others had, you know, messages. They felt things, they saw things, they heard things, they just knew that their child was there. And she said, I, I didn't feel anything. I didn't experience anything. I, I don't think I can do this. It didn't work for me. And I said, Okay, now let's think about this. Remember, spirit energy is subtle think did you notice anything different in
1: your body and she sat for a moment and she said you know my right shoulder felt a little warm at one point i said okay says, yeah it felt a little
0: warm that it just it, it felt different a little heavy a little bit warm i said well that was your son he placed his hand on your shoulder
1: And she cried because in that
0: moment, she knew that she made the connection. (laughs) She knew that it was real and no one can take that from her. And she had lost her son four months before. So she was still heavy in her grief and she had convinced herself, no, she was expecting to have this full-blown conversation. She was expecting to see him. Or so our expectations can also muck with it. Any expectations as to what it's going to look like, what it has to look like, what somebody else experienced, what they saw. I should see that too. And now we all have spiritual gifts. And your son or daughter on the other side will connect with you through your strongest gift. And so if this is totally new for you, Again, you need to cut yourself some slack. You need to give yourself grace. Maybe learn what are the spiritual gifts. What is my spiritual gift that that I can start to really practice and and master and polish, so that I can make that connection. You know, how can I get my vibration as high as possible, and then understand how my connect my my child is connecting with me and communicating with me. And so this this woman's strongest gift was clairsentience which is clear feeling. So she felt her son's energy. She felt that. And so I invite you to to just, just ponder that. Just ponder that, you know, are you open and available? Are there stories you're telling yourself? I can't do this. I'm not a medium. Nope, not going to work for me. Is there something you're hanging on to? Are you hanging on to the suffering, the needless suffering? Is there something that we need to shift, change, or heal so that you can let go of anything that may prevent that connection? And again, if this is something that I can help with, do reach out. Um, Again, I offer individual sessions, coaching programs. We do events. They're online, available all over the world. So whatever that looks like, If if I can offer any assistance, please do reach out. I'd like you to take a nice deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth and just release all of that energy. Everything that everything that, that can go in this moment, just release it. Let it go, let it go, let it go. And I'm going to send your child with you today. Just even if you can't feel them or sense them, I just want you to know that they're there. Yeah. And just trust, trust that You will experience them and make that connection if you haven't yet. Ask them to come into your dreams. Keep asking. Ask them to show you a sign. Ask them. Ask them to, you know, bless you in in your world, in your life. Yeah. I send you mountains of love. And again if there's anything I can help with my website is livealifeyoulove all spelled out livealifeyoulove.org if you're in the Calgary area October 2nd we will be at Bonus Park and we will be writing letters and prayers to our our loved ones this is open to anyone who's lost a child or a loved one or a fur baby We're going to write letters and prayers, and then we're going to attach them to biodegradable balloons. We're going to release the balloons, and then we'll do a guided meditation after to cross you over to experience your loved one on the other side. So if you'd like to learn all about that, again, you can check out the website at livealifeyoulove.org. I love all the messages. Thank you. I love hearing about how, how things are shifting in your world, how you are experiencing your children on the other side, signs or messages or you know, glimmers of hope, dreams, visitations, all of it. I love all of it. I send each and every one of you all of my love. Till next time. Bye for now.